Hey everyone, this is the Turn Fantasy Golf Podcast. We're just two dudes talking about golf, just like we do every week on the phone. But we said, hey, let's start recording it and sharing it with the rest of the world. And at the end, if you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button, give us a good rating, and tell all your buddies. One thing you're always going to hear from us on the turn is about rotoballer.com. Put that in your brain right now, rotoballer.com. You can go there for all your weekly, daily fantasy needs, whether it be checking stats, hitting up those injury reports, reading a bunch of articles on the insiders, maybe even optimizing lineups. And if you go there right now, there's a promo code out there called NICE, N-I-C-E, and I think you're going to get like 10% off the already 50% off package they're already given because of the COVID-19 breakout, all right? On just the premium package for golf, though. But, hey, that's a lot of percentages off. So go up there, hit the promo code NICE, get 10% of 50% off the premium package on rotoballer.com. Anyway, this is the Turn Fantasy Golf Pod. Hope you like what you hear. My name is Andrew Poor. I go by Andrew Putters. I'm with my buddy Joe Nicely. We are coming to you from Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, and um, we just decided that uh, there's no better time to start a little video podcast than the, than the present. So, um, how you been doing, Joe? Through this, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, happy to be here doing this. Uh, yeah, it's a perfect time to jump in. Everybody's hot. Uh, we got a Millie Maker going on DraftKings this week. Um, hadn't had any golf in like three months, so it's perfect time to jump in. Yeah, I see you got your uh, little Sweetens Cove shirt. I got my. I don't know if you can yeah, see honors. Nice. Head on and uh, we're representing the middle, representing the Tennessee uh, golf, uh, two great golf courses in Tennessee. I, I have not played Sweetens Cove yet, but I'm looking forward to it. How's the game yeah. looking? Yeah, we got to go. The game's rough, man. Played tonight. <laughs> not good. Not good. I thought I had something going uh, last week, but it's gone again. It's yeah. gone again. It's, it's, it's rough. Nowhere close to yours. Nowhere well, close to scratch. Well, I haven't played uh, as much as I'd like. I've got a little golf tournament coming up, so maybe this weekend, the Knox County Amateur. So maybe I'll uh, update us next week on that. Are you playing in that? I am. Good. Strongest field ever, probably, since the quarantine. All the regional golf tournaments have been postponed and canceled. So it's a big Man, field there's in that. Some, there's been some sick golf around here. I mean, I know oh. we might get to the PGA Tour in a sec, but there's been – who are all the guys that's been in town? You know better than I do. So, Stallings, yeah, so, Almaty, uh, who else? Axley. So, Scott Stallings, Peter Melanoli, Eric Axley, Wes Roach, they all live in this area year-round. So, since they've been in town, they've been doing a lot of little exhibition games and stuff like that to raise money along with – they had a little – two-man tournament that everybody showed up for plus all the area golf pros and we obviously we have a couple very we have a few very good amateurs in the area and a couple really good mid-ams and um yeah there's, there's of course they're they're posting all over social media if you follow them on twitter you can you can see all that stuff but i know they're ready to get into it 
Uh, I mean, I, I talked to Scott just for a few minutes the other day and on the driving range, and he was saying that, uh, that he took about six weeks off, but he's really been going at it hard. I saw the other day on Twitter he shot 59 at his home course, so that's pretty good, I guess. Um, and uh, I, the main thing is, man, coming off this uh, quarantine, um, we're going to see something this summer we've really never seen before, and that's going to hurt some of the you statisticians out there like yourself, Joe, that we're going to see fields that we've never seen before in these tournaments. And uh, let's go ahead and get it right into it. This weekend we got the Charles Schwab Challenge, uh, originally planned for May 21st to the 24th. Um, played at Colonial Golf Club. This is the 75th playing of this tournament. Uh, it was – Colonial, obviously, major historic course, major historic tournament. Uh, ben Hogan was a member there. Um, really not as much else you can say. Great golf course. Always has, always has a good field, but this year is even even better. So what do you think about it? Well, let's talk about the field a little bit. Yeah, man, you hit the nail right on the head. I mean, um, we've never seen a field like this for this tournament, um, but we very rarely see it feels like this in any regular PGA Tour event. Um, I mean, it's it's close to majors quality. We're probably not there, but I mean, we're really close. We've got all five of the top five players in the world, a huge chunk of the top 50. Um, they expanded the field. This is normally an invitational with 120. We got a 145, I think. Um, so looking back at course history and stuff, you're gonna see guys like Kevin Nah won the last time this was played here. Uh, Chris Kirk, I mean, some really random names. Zach Johnson, Boo Weekly, guys like that. Um, obviously, they won. We don't want to take anything away from them, but they weren't playing a field like this. Um, so it's uh, really something we've never seen before. We've never seen this length of a layoff in the middle of the season. So, um, like you were saying uh, about Scott, we, you know, as a guy went six weeks without touching a club, and he's, he's just trying to get back going. Has he been stuck inside with his family and kids, um, quarantined? Um, there's just a ton of unknowns this week, which makes it interesting. Makes it interesting for sure. Yeah, I don't even know if we see this kind of a layoff in the offseason for these guys. Um, no, I mean, what are we looking at from maybe from November to January? Yeah, maybe what, five weeks? Yeah, at most. I mean, we've got some guys that play less. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the elite guys make le make a lot less starts now mm -hmm. uh, than kind of the the blue collar tour players. Um, but yeah, we've we've never seen anything like this. Um, so there's there's a lot of unknowns this week. We're we're kind of making educated guesses. Exactly, exactly. So we'll just cut right to the chase, Joe. Who do you like? tough man it's tough because like i said there are, there are so many unknowns and we do have so many good players in this field i mean you start going down the DraftKings scale and like i said i mean it's like a like a major like a players i mean you got your guys up at the top uh rory leading the way uh he's had a great year so far this year i mean he's a top five machine um but we don't we don't know what he's going to do on this course. It's going to – this layout's going to take a driver out of his hands. Um, uh, next guy down the scale, John Rahm, we've seen him trying to bomb it here, and he's had some success. He missed the cut last time, but he's had a couple top fives. Um, so, he – we can figure he's going to be super aggressive. Is Rory going to take that same strategy? Um, we don't really know. Um, 
my favorite play towards the top, I'll be starting a lot of lineups with Webb Simpson um, at 9,800. Um, he's not really considered elite by a lot of people, but if you look at what he's done over the last couple of years, I mean, he definitely deserves to be talked about with a lot of those guys. Um, so that's probably where I'll be starting a lot of lineups is with Webb at 9,800. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, with the, you know, I'm I'm not uh, as big as a as a fantasy guy as yourself. You know, you you're a week in week in that week out grinder. Um, I might have been at one time, but uh, just uh, as you know, a little bit about me, folks. Uh, three kids and one on the way um, doesn't really. Uh, number four you, on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number four on the way. All girls, all girls. By the way, also. Just not much time for any extracurricular activities outside of that and working. So, but um, I would definitely agree with you on that. The, this golf course is more of a, uh, of course, they all they're all more tactician. But you, tacticians have always done well here. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. You look look back and looking back at course course history, which we've not seen a field of this strength, but we still see a lot of veteran guys do well. I think the average age of of winners for the last uh, five years is around 31 years old. Um, so we see a lot of veteran guys, a lot of guys that hit fairways, hit greens, uh, good scramblers, which is which is Webb. I mean, uh, that's Webb Simpson, and he, he has played well here. He's got a couple top fives here uh, since 2015. So he's going to be popular. Um, he's going to be popular. If you read me articles this week or listen to podcasts, um, I'm sure you're going to see a lot of Webb Simpson. Um, but it's uh, with a reason, with a reason. I mean, he's a, he's a good play. He's a good play. And right below him, if you want to kind of look at things from a different perspective, uh, I think it's interesting at 9,700 is your boy Brooks. Brooks Kevin. That's not my boy. That's not my boy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to feel it. So the real question is, is this, is this a big game hunter town of golf tournament for him? Exactly, and I think it might be. I mean, we've seen him turn it on. We know what he can do when he wants to play. And from everything we've kind of seen and heard from him, he's taking this serious. Um, he's pumped to play. He's ready to go. Um, we've seen some videos and stuff of, uh, of him out practicing a little bit, playing a little bit. Um, he's had time to recover from a knee injury. Uh, he was having a horrible year, but he's one of those guys that this might actually end up working in his favor because it gives him time to recover from, from an injury he's struggling with, maybe get his game right. Um, and I think he's really interesting in, in something like the Millie maker where you're going to have to be a little bit contrarian. Um, you can grab him at 9,700 and we know what he's capable of doing. Uh, and he's actually played well in this tournament before a couple of years ago, he, he uh, finished second to Justin Rose. So I, I definitely think he's an interesting tournament player. Right, yeah. Um, I'm. I would. I would be. I mean, it's crazy to sit here and say that you'd want to play Webb Simpson over Brooks Kepka on any golf course. Um, but like you said, we we got to figure out where he's at mentally and physically and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel uh, <clears throat> unless you're talking about an actual major, um, you're always kind of guessing as to where where Brooks is going to be when he shows up, where his head's going to be if he cares, if he's trying, if he's worried about trying to win a tournament. Um, sometimes we can get some indicators, though, and I, I, I feel like he's coming to play this week. Now, whether he's physically capable of it, I don't know, but I feel like he's, like he's going to come to play. Yeah, 
Well, I'm gonna have to. I got. We're gonna have to switch gears here a little bit. Okay. Let's talk about the guy everybody wants to talk about in this golf tournament. He pops up on every optimizer you're ever gonna do when it has to do with this. He debuted here at 16 or 17 years old with a top 10. This is his state. This is his golf tournament. He said in an interview yesterday he has not taken this time off lightly. Yeah. Is Jordan Spieth going to make a statement this weekend? Oh, man. I, I mean, I'll tell you, it's a, it's like Spieth hot take week. <laughs> and I'm guilty, too. Like, uh, I wrote him up as my horse and the horse for the course article, which is – based on course history and of course he's been a monster here man he's been a beast like you said he debuted here when he when he was young um he's won here a couple of runner-ups um i do think that the layoff would help a guy like speed give him a chance to get his game right and of course he's coming back into the perfect situation where he's played so well at colonial um so i was on speed kind of leading up to this but there's been so much chatter about him man that I do not want to go down a chalky speed road. Like, if he's going to be 15 to 20% owned, I don't know if I can get there with him. Uh, I was hoping he could kind of fly in the radar, uh, be down there around 5 to 8% ownership, but I, I don't know if we're going to see that. I, I think he's going to be more popular than that. So, yeah. um, if, it, if it was going to be one of those things where you could you could slide him in as a, as a really contrarian play, which he, he's got a lot of upside, um, but I just don't know if he's going to be – Super popular if you want to go there with him. Yeah, I was looking at some of the other lines on him. You know, the 40 to 1, mm-hmm. 8 and a half to 1 in the top 5, 4 to 1 in the top 10. And those just like really speak out, like hit me in the eye. Like, well, the, four, the 40 to 1, I would, if he's going to be popular, like on DraftKings, um, if he's going to be popular on there, I would rather take a shot. Um, yeah, on the 40 to 1. 40 to 1. Yeah. Um, than trying to trying to roster him when he's going to be super chalky. I'd rather I'd rather take my chances with the forty to one because I, I mean we all know what kind of upside he's got. We haven't seen it in a while, um, but I mean he was playing terrible last year and he had top ten and he was really in the mix until the final round. He kind of fell apart, but I mean I definitely think he can go out and play well this week. Yeah, he's in my he's in my top. I ain't say top three, but you know where you win these tournaments is in the seven to eight thousand. Seven yeah. or eight, you know. And yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good options in that in that seven K range this week. Um, just want to have another another guy in the eight Ks. I like Kucher, eighty five hundred. Um, he's a really solid option. But you can drop down to below eight K, and there's tons of these guys that normally this week would be probably at the top of the salary scale um or near the top i mean you, you start getting down into like the daniel burgers um harris english um i really like i wrote him up this week um kevin Niles, the defending champion he's played super well here um but yeah you can go on down in the seven k's man and find a find a whole lot to like i mean you can really um do what you want to do this week go any direction you want to go if you want to go balance tons of great options you can kind of go stars and scrubs if you want to um so uh the pricing is is great this week you can you can make some great lineups right um you know my golf game is a is a field golf game i'm not much on getting in positions and and i mean i know that that's important i know you need to be corrected from time to time but uh, it's funny in this kind of picking lineups and stuff like that i'm i'm a field player as well and let me yeah. give you two players here real quick 
I'm going to fade one and play one, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, mainly social media helps us out. This is a tool that, that nobody – they have never had in the past for sports, and now that we can we have it to our, at our fingertips, we can see into their lives. And Kevin Kisner has been hitting a lot of balls. He is on the range a lot. And I love him on this style of golf course. He's a formal uh, champ here. Yeah, who is he? Okay. So there you go. And at the same price, somebody I'm fading who I am probably guilty of putting him in lines when I shouldn't is Kevin Na, and I'll tell you why. They weren't even allowed outside their homes in Las Vegas to go hit balls for five weeks. So he didn't play golf. I mean, couldn't even go out of the house. Right. You know, and so my my natural thought is he probably hadn't been practicing that much, but now he's a grinder. Don't get me wrong. He's never going to quit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, man, uh, even under normal circumstances, Nas kind of a flaky dude. I mean, yeah. he's, he seems like a really good guy, but he's he's got his – he's went through his kind of mental demons over the years. Um, so, even at the best of times, I mean, he's like a he's – a, he's a WD candidate all the time. We see him withdraw a lot from tournaments. Um, so, I mean, he's always – it's always a lot to process when you're – when you're trying to figure out what to do with Naw, I do think he's a great fit here. But I, I'm with you, man. I like Kisner. I mean, he could be, he could be one of those under the radar guys down there in that that mid seven K range that yeah. that should play well here and has played well here before. So, um, so instead of getting back on the on the back on the DraftKings, let's say we've talked about it being a tactician golf course. What do you think about? Who's what bomber sets up the best for this place? Is it Rom? Is it Brooks? Probably Brooks, isn't it? I think those two. Um, just because we have a little bit of an idea of, of how they're going to try to attack the golf course because we've seen them do it before. Um, Rom is always all out with the driver, and, and he's 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 logged two top fives here, uh, missed the cut in his last start here. Um, but so we we know that it's doable. Um, playing that style because Rom's had some success. Kepka too. Um, when he finished uh, second a couple of years ago, he, he had two rounds of 63 that year. Um, so, I mean, it's definitely something that's doable. Um, we've just seen guys have more success kind of playing the fairways and greens, grinded out style. Um, but, yeah, if if I was going to go with a bomber, I would probably look to Rom or Kepka. Yeah. There you go. So this weekend, what's the plan? You, uh, we going for the normal eight forty tea time on Sunday, then hopefully swing out a win. Eight forty Sunday morning, we're going eight forty. Probably gonna do a little afternoon Sunday, uh, Saturday, uh, but then we'll be doing the eight forty Sunday morning. Then hopefully we got a big sweat Sunday afternoon. Hopefully I, I got something going. So when we when we walk off the golf course, we can uh, just start watching the tournament and uh, hopefully win a bunch of money. That's right. That's right. Joe. That's the hope. That's the plan. So where can people find you, Joe? Um, they can find me on Twitter at Joe Nicely. Um, they can also find me at Roto Baller. Um, do a ton of stuff over there. Um, we've got an amazing deal going right now. Um, we're running our PGA premium subscription for 50% off. You don't have to do anything. That's automatically going to come off. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to make them do it. So Go do it now. That that's good till the end of the year. Um, you can use my promo code NICE and get ten more percent off that. So basically, 
Um, you can sign up at Roto Baller for our PJ Premium. That's uh, my core four every week. Spencer's uh, Vegas Report, which is awesome. I mean, he just picks winners like a madman. Um, Josh's uh, course breakdown, he uses Google Earth. It's awesome. Uh, you get all that every week, rest of the year, 50 bucks. Um, can't beat it. So go to rotoballer.com and sign up for that. There you go, folks. Now, this what we're calling this little project that me and Joe are working on is uh, we're going to call it the Turn Fantasy yeah. Golf Podcast. Uh, uh, it's just me. It's basically just a couple of buddies getting together every week and talking a little golf, how the weekend went. We don't get to talk much, so this is how we're going to. We just decided basically we do this every week anyway on the telephone, so why not record yeah. it and put it on the podcast? Yeah, it's fun to catch up and uh... – uh, I've had a lot of feedback from people wanting a little bit more video stuff. So uh, yeah. I'm glad to do it with you, man. I, I look forward to it. Yeah. If you got any questions, we're going to be rolling one of these out every week. If you got any questions, please send them to Joe or me. Like I said, it's at Joe nicely at Andrew Putters. Um, I mean, I, I'm Joe's more of a statistician. I'm more of like the, have the golf background. I know a lot. I don't, wouldn't say I know a lot of people on tour, but I have a lot of connections of the people on tour and, Friends of you're, you're selling yourself a little short when you say the golf background. <laughs> Andrew is a player. <laughs> Andrew is a player. Don't let him fool you. Yeah, yeah. This right here in the background, as you see, that's Cascada Golf Club out in Las Vegas, Nevada. If you ever get out that way, make sure you play it. It's amazing. But uh, well, I appreciate that, Joe. Uh, it's all the time we're going to spend today. Hopefully, yeah, man, we're, we're just going to we're just going to quit hit it and uh, have fun. Uh, talk golf. I uh, hope you guys will start checking us out. We'll we'll just kind of keep getting some info out there for you how you can how you can watch and how you can listen and uh, we hope you like it. We just right. uh, we we love golf and we know a lot of you do too. So thanks for thanks for checking us out. All right, man. Talk to you next week. All right, brother. See you. See you.